So okay. Jeremy, do you want to do you want to repeat for our, our listeners what you what you promised to do if someone came in your house and threatened <laughs> family? Uh, right now. <laughs> sure. I, why wait? Get it. Just get get to the good stuff. Like. Yeah. All right. Well, I, guess we'll get, I guess we'll get to the good stuff. Forget the introduction. So, so just... well, no, this is just kind of be a bit of a. T- the idea basically is, is is kind of set something up and then then throw the intro in and then we'll get into it. But you had told me very 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 just very distinct method of defending your home. I, what what I said, or at least I think this is what I said, was. You know, you know, you put me in a ring or some type of competition. I really don't care because that's not really my goal. But if somebody comes into my house and tries to attack my son or daughter or my family, I'll do whatever it takes, including getting a piece of dog food and gouging someone's eye out. I don't care. And on that note, cue the music, Johnny. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, and all the other stuff. Uh, welcome to Karate Without Belts, folks. Jeremy, we're back. Hey, all right. How have things been going? It's, it's been a crazy year already, so that's, that's about it. So. Yeah, we're recording this on, 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 on 2.20, so we're about a, two months away from that podcast. <laughs> you know, that podcast. Yeah. Something you would refuse to do, and I can't legally do where I'm at. Yeah, I can't believe it. it like this is just how the year kind of clips by, and then I can't believe we're already towards the end of February while we're recording this. But yeah, it's just the way life goes. You're here on like basic injury, on like on disability, kind of on disability podcaster disability. I don't know about that. I'm just I, I don't know what I did. I I I was fine this morning and just. Oh, I just turned the wrong way and just tweaked my back pretty good. So I've been on my massager most of the day. So, gee, at Christmas. So, yeah, that's the fun of getting old, I guess. So. Delicious. Have you been getting into a lot of training and training this week? Or uh, a, a little bit. I mean, I've been working. It, it's been interesting. I've been working with AQ and stuff like that. What's the other thing I've been working with a little bit of Joe and uh, then of course my favorite comma. So it's kind of, I, I don't know why I, ever, ever since I said that I've been picking up comma about once every other day and just kind of working with them a little bit. So yeah. maybe I'm, maybe I'm striving to prove myself wrong. I don't know. It's still, still not a favorite of mine, but that's okay. So maybe I'll grow out of it. Cool. I've uh, the ground finally cleared where I was at, so I was able to get a run in, one run in this week. But uh, boosters and other uh, nonsense, other tax nonsense, prevented me from uh, doing much, much in terms of training this week. But I did did get a decent heavy chuck day in, and oh. oh my god, I forgot how like how just how much of between that and doing like um. What is it? The uh, isomet arm isometrics, where it's mm-hmm. like you basically take uh, I want to say cloth like uh, a towel, and uh-huh. basically tighten and tighten tighten for about three se- for about three count, and then relax, and then you're just kind of letting the tension kind of do the isometrics for you. That plus heavy chucks, and I mean like re- the real heavy chucks that I got, mm-hmm. I've totally forgotten like. That's a pretty not full. I want to say full body workout, but that's a fairly decent workout. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, this week, this week it started out at about sixty-five, seventy degrees beginning of the week. Wednesday it dropped down to Wednesday evening it dropped down to 
something like 15. Literally in one day, it went from like 70 to 15. We ended up getting seven inches of snow, and we never get seven inches of snow in one one shot. So it's like, so that's been fun. <laughs> seven inches of snow, please. And, and the funny thing is, is was it today? It was like 45, and tomorrow it's supposed to be 65 again tomorrow. So it's like, great. So the the bouncing back and forth between the meteorological extremes. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, that's all good. Japan tends to be, at least where I've lived, is tends to be consistent in terms of that. So, I've yet we don't get a lot of like temperate. Well, I guess we do get temperate places here, but yeah, just living in snowy mountain Japan for the moment, just waiting for the bears to kill me. I got you. Yeah. Just but, make sure you're bigger than them. So just just kill them. Yes, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have an Aku anymore. Um, that and get some bear spray. That always helps. So, anyway. so I was told to get a bear bell. And I, there's like, a, if you get a bear bell, that'll scare them away. And I'm yeah. just like, that sounds like a, like the, re, the reverse of that. Like, if you have a bear bell, you're just going to like ring it and they're going to come. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it messes with them. So, I mean, we have them in Missouri, so it's especially down at the like the Ozarks and stuff, so around that area, southern Missouri, so just cool. So anyway, cool. Delicious, delicious bears. You brought up an interesting topic when we were kind of discussing uh your dog your dog uh your canine uh nutrition uh <laughs> weapon defense. Weapon defense. There we go. Canine and canine nutrition weapon defense is basically talking about today. We're going to get into talking about goals and ego and not letting them hit and hit you on the way to get your goals, I think was kind of the way we had posited a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it kind of came across, I don't know. I, I got some videos that came up of, you know, like on the recommends. Yeah. On recommends that, what like so-called masters of martial arts get in the ring with MMA people and um you know I'm just like I'm watching these I'm like who thought this was a good idea someone somebody not someone did not even think I mean I mean these people didn't even drink a beer before they went in and tried to do this I mean it's like Jamie Christmas I mean, they didn't even say, hold my beer. Huh? They're just like, hey, I'm stupid. I'm going to go do this. Are we talking it's about just, more recent times or are we talking about like older times or? I mean, it, it's kind of ran the gambit. I mean, it's it. I mean, there were some that were like 15 years old and then there was there were a couple that were like about a year, year and a half old and just like, good night. Because I know there was definitely one that happened. I want to say it was like six months ago. Snow truck, I said. Uh, there was some guy who was like claiming to like have the Bruce Lee one inch punch again and like was oh, a like, yeah. great country yeah, that master. Was, that was in that. That was in the recommended one. And, and he just got flattened. Y- oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. And then there were a couple people that were like. Uh, no touch knockout kind of people and it was like you know they forgot to tell the person across the ring from them because they they definitely reached out and touched them and they definitely knocked them out i mean it was not it was it was, it was ugly some of that nonsense that we have is somewhat indirectly coming from where we're from we're coming from very 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 indirectly but you brought up ego and you brought up goals. And I think in that, I think that ego tends to stop you from getting to a goal. Ultimately. Well, it, it can do one of two things. It can either stop you from getting to a goal or it can screw your goal up. True. Cause I but, mean, I, I look, I look at these people and you know, I, 
I, I didn't do enough research on exactly what they were teaching and not not to a point. And I mean, I'm not I'm not that's a whole nother topic on a whole nother day. But some of these people that claim to be masters of some sort had nothing to gain by doing this. Nothing. Right. Because what are the what are our two options? Right. What well, are the two options that what were the two end results of? of well, well, I mean, any of this? It, well, I mean, the, they go out there, they do this, they're successful, and then they end up really just. I mean, then their whatever their practice, their skill, their art, what. It, what school, whatever, well, it would take off like probably like gangbusters, and it probably would. Or they Which get flattened. <laughs> yeah. Or they get flattened, and then they lose pretty much everything they built up. Which goes to ask, which goes to kind of show like, what did they build up? What was the things they were even well, building up in the, sure. in the first place? I mean, did, did did they build did they build something off of skill and integrity, or did they build something off of BS and just taking people's money? And maybe it's and, and maybe it's a little bit of both. I don't I, know. I hate getting into thinking giving people not giving people the benefit of the doubt. So I always right. want to give people the benefit of the doubt. But, like, even, but you, you know as well as I do, for every good instructor, there's two or three that absolutely suck. And I, mean, and I mean, and they really don't know what they're talking about. You know? Well, they don't. Well, it's like literally don't know what they're talking about. Because yeah. they, they might even... They might be able to mount the words. They might be able to to look the part, but they will not be able to do the thing. They they can they 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 the the knowledge of what they have versus the shell of what they're saying mm-hmm. isn't there. Right. But they're still human. Like it's it's not just yeah. like they're like a robot or something like that. It's they're they're not an NPC. Right. Um, and so you end up having a lot of guys who will do that, who will, ha- and then off that shell, they'll develop some sort of a, a identity around that, some sort of a whatever common common idea. And even though what they can do, probably you know, skill versus knowledge, kind of you know, is is, is variable at best. But then they then they can see, you know, like, oh, well, probably even a student idea is like, hey, master, why don't you go fight him? Ah, that's a good idea. We'll be able to get more students that way. Yeah. Or, I don't I mean, know. Maybe a misled. No, I, I will defend our school's honor. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, you know, either that or it, it it's kind of like kind of like little. Little Susie, you know, she she's singing, you know, around the house, and parents are like, "Oh, you're really good, you're really good, you're really good." Then you go on like America's Got Talent or something like that, and then you get in front of these people like, "No, we're sorry, you kind of suck," you know. And it's kind of a dose of reality that 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 kid doesn't get until you're literally embarrassed in front of everybody. And I think that a little bit of that's going on with some of these instructors, which in some ways isn't a bad thing. I mean, it it is clearing some of these people out that should not be teaching. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, like there was one guy, there was one guy I watched and he was, he was like some some master of meditative tai chi. Um, we know where and, this is gonna go. Yeah. Oh, it, it was. I mean, I 
I, I even felt bad for the guy. I was like, gee, Christmas. I mean, so, somebody should have woke this person up because this was not the brightest thing to do. Now, d- don't get me wrong. I, I have seen some practitioners of combative Tai Chi, and that's totally different than meditative Tai Chi. Totally yeah. different. Like Tai Chi is, is so elastic in terms of like, unlike karate and like a lot of other martial arts, other traditional martial arts where it's like, yeah, we can use this for like to teach old people to like feel better or like we can do this for like full combat. Right. And, and but I mean, this guy was meditative Tai Chi and he gets in there with an MMA fighter and I mean. And I even think the MMA fighter was like, you got to be, I mean, he was just kind of looking around like, you got to be kidding me. Literally, is like, okay, well, hey, bell goes, here we go. And I mean, the, the guy didn't even throw a decent kick. And then, I mean, just all of a sudden, wham. I mean, it was almost like he, the Tai Chi guy hit him with like, maybe a leaf and the other guy hit him with a Mack truck and I mean it was just over just boom and I mean I mean they were trying to revive the guy like, well how geez. old was he well how old was he I'd say mid 40s mid 40s maybe early 50s mm. I mean the MMA fighter was probably 23 25 I mean pretty I mean I wouldn't say world champion caliber, but I mean, if he's a professional fighter, I mean, and that's the other thing, you know, these professional fighters, you know, they're training what, eight, 10 hours a day. Then I think this is, this is where you're going to get into the difference here, right? Like what's yeah. the meditative guy doing? Like, yeah, he might've done it for a long time, but he's not, I don't know. He's probably like a taxi driver or like a, yeah, you know, or, you know, he's, I mean, a ta- he's a taxi driver. So maybe a little bit of a different story, but well, well I'm, I'm hoping he's not meditating while he's driving me around. A taxi. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, but what's his name? The, 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 the Wong Bickle or whatever. Well, he's like, you talking it, to me? You talking to me? I'm well, meditating. I, right. Hey, I'm meditating I, right here. I, I had a coworker one time. They went on a sabbatical, and I I asked them when they came back. I'm like, well, what'd you do? I'm like, well, I meditated for a whole year. I'm like, you took a nap for a whole year, and they were <laughs> just no, Jeremy, it, it, it's meditation. I'm like, I know it, it it's a joke. Lighten up, you know, pull your panties out of your ass, chill out, you know, Jimmy Christmas. Good. Good well, night. and it's like, <laughs> sorry, but it's, well. This is where I get get really frustrated when you even try to call something like that martial arts. Like you even mm-hmm. try to call call like Tai Chi in that regard martial arts. Because yeah, I, mean, I, I, I I can you know, it it's all I, I go back to the mind, body, and spirit. Like I go back fire? to those three those three foundational things. Some martial arts are more about the body. Some are more about the spirit, you know. And some are all the spirit, you know. It's just all spiritual or mind, you know. And it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with it, but no. But it's then it's like the the guy's not gonna throw his chi ball at the at the the MMA fighter and suddenly. Throw a Hadouken on somebody and see how that works. But, yeah, yeah, it's well, and it, this goes back to goal goal versus ego when what you were talking about because it's like, what's the goal actually in mind of training something meditative? Not combat. You're not gonna have people fighting each other. Right? Yeah, and and I'll, I mean that's one thing that I've you know I. I took a little bit of time out and trained in Qigong for about two years. Just something just totally different. Now, is it the primary thing in my training? No. 
Was it a good supplement? Yes. Do I see things a little differently, a little clearer? Sometimes, yeah. So, I mean, in some ways, it, it you know, if it does open up your mind, it does open up how you're doing things, I, I see that as a good thing. If that's all you're relying on, then, you know, let's get the smelling salts out right now and wake your butt up. I mean, it's just not, I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't, but I, I think it should be more supplemental in your training. Now, I mean, if, if that's what your goal is, is to just become more meditative and things like that. Okay. That's your goal. You know, I mean, that's, but then to suddenly come out of nowhere and say, I'm going to do this and prove all of this with like nothing to back it up. Well, I mean, and that, and that goes against your whole, your whole purpose of training then at that point, because your training is all about controlling on the, you know, controlling your mind, controlling, controlling your spiritual aspect of it. And, using a little bit of physical means to do so, but it's not in any complete combative way. You know, I mean, I mean, the stuff, the stuff that I learned in Qigong, would I ever use that in combat? No, Mm-mm. absolutely not. At least not as like, in terms of like a physical, like physically what you're doing, you mean having a clear mind when you're actually like getting into a combat situation. Yeah. That would that possibly, but I mean, as far as any anything physical that I learned, no. I mean, the, I, I will say this: it, it did it did help. It did help with my understanding of dead hand techniques. A little, I mean, a little. It, it helped me just a little bit on that, but. Am I saying that I'm using that as a dead hand technique? No. Am I using a little bit of the knowledge that I got to enhance that? Probably yes. But I, so, I mean, we don't, I don't we don't want to clown on like Tai Chi too much. Too no, much no, no, this no. One. But, but I mean, <laughs> David's I, not I, David's not here to defend Tai Chi. David no, and Dan I, are here to defend Tai and, Chi. So. And I'm not I'm not trying to knock it, but it's like you. I mean, the thing with it is. You got somebody who's doing meditation, and then you're going up against a pro MMA fighter who's training eight to ten hours a day. It's not going to go well. Even, even someone like myself, who, you know, when I'm consistent, I'm training. I mean, at best, an hour and a half a day. I mean, that's my that's. I mean, that's when everything's going well. An hour and a half. And am, am I getting hit in the head? No. Am I getting taking punches? No. I mean, I'm working on some techniques. I'm working on some different stuff. But it's like, you know, I mean, that's a different mentality. It's a different skill set. Well, and then, like, maybe we can peel it back to where it's like, all right, we're talking about the skill set of pretty much anything. Right. Yeah. Where you have where you have you know your skill set with kind of maybe traditional karate, right? Which yeah. does not have which does not have necessarily the same skill set as MMA, which does not right. necessarily have the same skill set as meditative tai chi, which right. I mean, well definitely doesn't, but like doesn't have the same skill set as Aikido, right? Right. Um, where those skill sets begin. Where do you think it goes from skill set beginning, ego growing, unrealistic, completely fantastical goal, essentially being being brought into the mix? I I, I think it I think it's several different things. I think part of it is is. I mean, I hate to say this, but I think sometimes people get into it and they start believing their own crap. 
is it the, their own crap that they're teaching or is it their own crap that yeah. they're being taught? Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about this. I mean, you're an instructor and you've been doing it for so long and you're basically teaching these students and all you're seeing is your students. Mm. You're not seeing anybody else. So in other words, you not only do you have physically what you're teaching, but you're also teaching them mentally. So at that point, those students are going to pretty much buy into what you're teaching. So in other words, that starts elevating you. I mean, how many instructors do you know that starts elevating their ego because their students, oh, sensei so-and-so is awesome, and sensei, 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 you know. I think that's that's somewhat human, that's somewhat natural. Right, but but, I mean, that's that's stuff you've got to, I mean, that is one of the things you've got to deal with on this. You know, as a practitioner of martial arts, whether it's karate, taekwondo, whatever, you got to learn how to deal with that. And that's part of the training. Well, and that's something we're not trained for. Like, it is part of the training, but it's something we're not, like, there is no time, I don't say there's no time, but there's no in a, in a perfect situation, you would have someone take you aside and say, hey, never think you're as good as you think you are. Because you're not. Right? Like, there, there, there should always be a time when an instructor takes somebody aside who they see potentially may do something someday. And you can be like, hey, one day you want to do this, right? They're like, yeah. You sound excited about it. You sound passionate. You look, you're very passionate about it, yeah. Never go out of you never think you can stop progressing never think that you're going to be like the guy you will have this experience where you are just getting reverberation from just seeing your students right and then one day like one you one day you you might somebody might try to encourage you to do something stupid don't do something stupid i feel like like a conversation like that should happen but it certainly does not but i think it's also on the practitioner or the student or the instructor to be able to be self-aware a little i mean it doesn't have to be big things it can be little things i'll, I'll never forget what was it i was i was working with somebody at one of our summer camps and all i know is they called me up to do a demonstration you know this technique i'm like okay you know no big deal and i will say this they lit me up like i had not been lit up in years i mean they nailed me hard you know and i mean Part of me was like, Ugh. you know, I mean, I'm just like, can can't stop and take a break. But also at that point, it's like, because I mean, I I couldn't feel anything on my arm. I mean, they hit my arm so hard I couldn't feel anything. Shoulder down, all the way down. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was impressive. But I also knew. Okay, I I was somewhat in a leadership position. No, I'm not taking a break. I'm just going to, okay. Yeah, I may lie about it and say, yeah, that was a nice shot. That was good. You know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn, that hurt like hell, you know. But, you know, it was something, some little thing like that. It's like, okay. Where does my technique need to be to be able to light somebody up like that? I mean, that was because I'm like, I'm not able to light somebody up like that. I'm able to do stuff, but I'm not able to light them up like that. So it's kind of like, okay, let's take take a step back. You know, what 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 am I missing? And and the take the step back moments. Do you can't. Manufact. It's harder to manufacture them than not, because you you really they kind of have to come out of. They sometimes need to come out of nowhere, 
Yeah. Uh, because like I, I remember I had a similar situation. I forget if I ever said this on here or not, but like where I was being essentially told to be like demonstrate martial arts for us. Like at this like little I think it was like a little rice it was a rice growing ceremony or whatever. And basically trying to do some sort of like wrist lock technique. I was able to do a little bit and then like I kind of stalled on it and it didn't work out too well. You remember you remember when I sent you an email about this. Yeah. And I kind of was like super embarrassed in front of everyone just because I thought I'm like, ah, I know these techniques, so I can do this in front of anybody. Didn't help that the guy was also like apparently a professional wrestler. Yeah. So it was like, all right, well, yeah, clearly like he's not saying well this wouldn't work on him, but it was like, all right, clearly like it just isn't gonna work on everyone every time. Um, part of that was me, but also part of that was like, also the, the ego kind of being overproduced about the art to a degree, because the only time we ever got to see something was from a demonstration like that on someone. It was never, it was never just seen as part of a curriculum or ever seen as part of like, as like you know just, just all right this is just what we do right it's overly demonstrated like showy type stuff right you know what i mean yeah so i think in both of those situations they're good examples of like you know being able to get that kind of like uh, what is it what you call it smelling salts or whatever to kind of wake yourself up before yeah. you do something stupider well i'm now, now here here's something you take back to it. Are you willing to look at it or are you just going to keep charging forward? That's a thing. Yeah. And well, so doubling I mean, down on doubling down. I was like, no, no, no. I just, I just didn't, you know, it was yeah. too weak that day or something. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it, it's just, you know, one, one of those things. I mean, it, it comes with training, you know, and, and I think, you know, I know we've talked about it many, many times, like having a, you know, a humble attitude towards your training goes a long way. And it does. But I'm, I'm curious to kind of to re-explore this idea between like e- and just getting the ego out of the way to get the goal. Because ultimately the goal is driven by the ego. Right. There's a goal you want to achieve. There's something you want to achieve. Right. Because ego ultimately comes from desire. Right. We want to do bit. something unless yeah. like it's a nece- it becomes a necessity, which is, you know, yeah. a little different. Um, like I have genuinely have a goal for the end of August. Yeah. Am I going to reach it? Well, I don't know. But um, well, I mean, it, I mean. I, I think that gets into the point where is it a goal or is it your ego pushing it? And well, how do you se- how do you separate the two? That's a question though, because they're a kind of kind of together in a, in in a to a degree, right? It can be, it definitely can be, but I mean, it, it can also be separate. It's like. No, I mean, there's still a couple goals I'd like to hit, I'd like to hit, but I'm also content. Hmm. I, you know, I'm I'm content with the knowledge that I know, and I'm like, okay, if I if I hit those goals, great. If I don't, no. Now, I will say this: a long time ago, one of my goals was to learn, make sure I learned all eleven of the weapons in the system in our system that that was a goal of mine it it was not a requirement it was not this now uh my first instructor robbie he did say in order for you to be an instructor under me you have to learn the eight basic weapons period end of discussion and that I'm was like, okay. that was the standard set by somebody else i believe right but i mean i'm like but my goal was I wanted to be an instructor. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, these are the requirements. This is my goal. I'll meet these requirements to hit my goal. 
if, if that makes sense. I mean, so it was like, right. But then, well, then afterwards, after after he closed closed the school down and stuff, my my goal was okay. There's three more weapons that I have not learned as a part of the system. I want to make sure I learn those. Period. You know, and that that was my goal. I mean, so. But was that was that something because you wanted to do it, or was it because it's something you felt a need to do, or like what was, what's the drive behind the goal, right? Because if it isn't for, I I, f- I felt like, the drive behind the goal was a, a better understanding of what we do. To what Here, end? Just I like mean, just add, just, in, just as just an end to itself. Just just an art of its own, just. I, I feel like a lot of times I'll pull something from from this kata or I'll pull something from a weapon. I'll pull and I'll I'll come I mean I've I've been able to combine stuff from different areas. And I, I think it's definitely helped me see things. I, I'm I'm not saying that you know, I'm grand poobah wizard of everything, but a lot of times I see things a lot differently than than other people in, in our art. And you know, whenever you start talking with them, well, you know, what what's your what all have you learned? You know, what what what's your what's your skill set? And they'll say, well, I've I've learned this, you know, and you, you expect that, and then they'll say. Well, I've only learned like two weapons. And it kind of shows whether it's footwork, whether it's some type of leverage, whether it's something that that's where I see it come in at. It's not so much the actual technique, but it's like the the little the little stuff, the the finer points. I th- I think that's where it really comes in at. Well, and I think that's a there there that's a something I it's it's weird for me to hear that's a goal because like just you would think somebody who's just doing regular training uh-huh. and like they had a regular teacher who just would be able to pick up on that like they just would have that provided to them and for me that's that's so not saying that there's anything bad with that or wrong with that or wrong with what you said but just the situation in itself in the way you posited it Whereas like, but isn't there, shouldn't there have been like that standard? Like, why does it have to be a goal to meet like almost what seems to me, maybe this is from your drilling on to me, but like yeah. basic standards. Well, I, I, to me, to me, I've always held certain basic standards. Mm-hmm. Here are your basic standards. If you want to expand out on that, then we go from the basic standards. You know, and the additional three weapons were never part of the standard yeah. learning process. It never really was. Yeah. And it still isn't. No, it still isn't. And, and in some ways, I, I think it's good because in that aspect, I mean, people have got to have some type of drive to go go after it. It's something they've got to go after. You know, like some people go after uh, belts and stuff, you know, and, and they do. I mean, you you don't know. Some people go off the rank. Um, me, I I've been thankful for the rank that I've been given, but I could, I really don't care. I really don't. I mean, you you've known me for a long time. I, well, I, yeah, and it's and and like I, I just assume put a white belt on as a black belt. I don't care. Or, or put on my minion shirt and some shorts. I really don't care. Well, and like that that's the thing though. It was like that goal is not in in that regard, I guess we can say maybe a goal and goal without ego in that regard is is just doing it for the thing of itself, just doing it for the enjoyment of its own without like gratification, if that makes sense. Like you're not you're not attempting to really like overly gratify a desire for something. You're you're just looking to continue to do the thing in its own for its own sake and to be as good to be as good a representation of that as possible do you think that's maybe a good a good good way of of possibly parsing the two between goal and ego 
and like goal without well, ego? I I think I think where a lot of people miss their goals is they don't learn to be content with where they're at. And I, I think that's helped me out tremendously. Just because being content or just just being content with what you know and what you're doing. Okay, for example, I mean, the the base of our entire, of our system is the Hachi Shodan, right? Basically. Ba- basically. It, it is interesting. When you know that, you see that a lot differently than somebody who is looking to just keep gaining knowledge or as I like to call a kata whore, you know, it's like, Oh, I, I got to learn the next thing. I got to learn the next thing. I, oh, I, oh, huh? Order. Order. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So same difference. But anyway, <laughs> you can believe that. Those are two very different support groups, Jeremy. Those are two very different support groups. But, but I mean, and I, I've noticed this from people that strive for it. And, you know, and it's something that I had to deal with too. But once I learned that, it was like, oh, wait a minute. I need to really focus in on this one thing as opposed to, oh, I'm going to focus on here and there. And either, 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 either. Well, I'm just going to be a, I'm just going to be a hodgepodge of stuff, you know, it, and then you don't learn squat. But well, I, I mean, I how many, how many people have you, have you seen, you know, whenever we've been together in seminars and stuff, we're going to do Nazi show. And I'm like, oh. You know, I mean, people, oh, not this again. Not this again. And it shouldn't be that. It should be, hey, I'm this paying. is where I'm going to gain the most out of my training. Well, and I think that when you talk about seminars and to a degree, I think people are expecting to learn something new and like the transaction of money for a new thing, right? And I think yeah. that, that tends to be where it shouldn't be that. It should be you're transacting money to make sure that everyone can go to said thing and then said thing can happen and so you like one of the best seminars i've ever been to this is kind of off we're kind we're we're kind of going around it we're we're in the orbit of a topic more or less of a a theme but 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 this does reflect the ego yeah no but and goals right right so like the the, one of the best seminars i've ever been to was an rne seminar where it was like pretty intense it was like three hours on a friday morning three hours on a friday afternoon three hours on friday evening three hours on a saturday morning three hours on a saturday afternoon three hours on a saturday evening three hours on a saturday morning and then like afternoon little wrap-up thing on a sunday and then kind of a goodbye goodbye thing but it was tight focused and like they just did techniques right i can kind of remember some of the stuff that we did but it was more about the experience of like getting on the floor and just practicing right with everybody and different people and getting different ideas rather than like what happens with a lot of these like karate seminars. And what I think the problem with where we are with, with the style that we're at is that literally that's the problems. They're not practice. Like they're getting on the floor and not practicing. They're expecting to learn the next kata and that there's no, and then it's like, I paid the money to, to come here to learn the thing. Right. Rather than, no, no, we're we're all here to work together to to do this, and I think that's where. But sometimes sometimes people's mindset is not there. Yeah. And and sometimes and I remember, you know, it it took took a couple of years after training with Sensei Oyata to understand what he was doing. It was like, I mean, every seminar we started off not showing up, hey, you know, boom, boom. I mean. You do not just show them for a couple hours, two, three hours. I mean, there. I remember one seminar we did. We did not just show them all the way to lunch, came back, and we're still doing not just show them. It's like, you know, you know, part of you is getting to the point where it's like, don't you think we've learned this thing by now? But then you start realizing finally people are like, okay, just do it as he tells you, and then. 
you know, and this literally, and then you're able to really receive instruction at a very fast pace at whatever you're learning. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's one way of doing it. Yeah. I think that's not the only way of doing that, but that's like, certainly I think the mental exercise, I think if that had been, God, imagine the kind of world we would live in if that, if the, like the right lesson was taken away from that. And like, and like people just like didn't worry about the kata hoarder hor- hoarding hoarding and yeah. um the the two different support groups that we shouldn't shouldn't get too mixed up on um and just think imagine the kind of system the system we'd have 15 minutes of class and this is what we do get everyone like right there and then we you can take off from that point um literally it's destroying the ego getting everyone to be to be uniform for a moment yeah, yeah. and then breaking it down no i i agree and i mean i i, I remember one seminar we went to and i mean it it, it it was really man it was like everybody clicked i mean it was just like holy cow and i think we did Nancy showdown for maybe 30 minutes to an hour and then man we're right into whatever he's going to show like that's odd you know but everybody was but it was interesting because i believe at that at that seminar everybody was at the previous seminar before i don't think there's anybody new i don't think it and it was like everybody was just everybody was clicking and i mean yeah i mean as far as the amount of knowledge I got out of the seminar, yeah, that was probably the one I probably got the most knowledge out of. But it's I also mean, like like quantity. But I'm well, it's like it's the sad part of just like the expectation of what you want out of something like that, and then like that ties back to where we're where we're at with our friends who are fighting people for no reason is like. Yeah, the, the struggles is absolutely pointless. You're not proving anything. You no one's learning anything from it except you know, don't do this, right? But, but when you get into the point where you're paying for a seminar and right. you're saying, "Hey, I'm here to learn this," how much of that is your actual ego? That's all. Like that's all because I am here to learn this. Right, yeah. literally yeah. in the syntax of the of the sentiment, is it's all ego. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, it, it it is interesting. I mean, I've I've learned some really great lessons just, you know, in the in those times of doing Nazi showdown forever and you know for ever and a day. And, you know, I can, I'm thankful for it. You know. I have a very different perspective than a lot of people do. Well, it starts, and I think that's where you can kind of help get yourself to a goal without necessarily being like, well, I'm going to be this guy who does this, right? You know, like you actually get to a goal because your goal ultimately there wasn't, it wasn't just you. I mean, you got a lot out of that time, right? Yeah. But that wouldn't have happened if you guys didn't have that community. Right. Exactly. That kind of like communal feeling with each other. Right. Which I mean, like, come on, you, you were there later on too. And you saw a lot of people just begging for this, that, and the other, and trying to get the other things as well. And like how much of that, how much of things changed when they started more attempting to accommodize to, you know, the whims and wishes of, yeah. You're in there. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was really weird. It, it it really did feel weird at that point. I mean, it just didn't feel the same. It, it really didn't. It just, it, it, it felt like the sharks were circling around for whatever they could get. And then, like, and, you know, there's a problem. I mean, like, the ultimate issue there would be, like, yeah, then it's just ego. Then it's yeah. just people trying to get stuff. But same thing with the tournament competitions. They're just trying to get prestige. Yeah. All right. There is no like quote unquote honor to be involved oh. in that. 
you, you know, and I, I think I, one of the things that I that I know about Sensei Oyata was he was great at reading people. I mean, he could read people like I've never seen anybody before. And, you know, looking back on my time with him, I think he realized that I was looking more for knowledge than I was looking for something to just get out of him, if, if that made sense. Oh, I, I wasn't just... looking. I wasn't looking for. Oh, I, I I need this, this whatever. You know, I need this certificate. I need this black belt. I need this level of whatever. I really didn't care. I just. You know, anything he was willing to share with me, I was thankful for, you know. And I so think, I think this I, I want to kind of. Say, put this term out there, like 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 low key, high quality training. Yeah. Whereas like essentially like you're not trying to draw like a large amount of attention to any one individual doing yeah. the training. This is something I, str- I like I've, I've been struggling to articulate for a while on here where it's like. It, it, people have to do martial arts, right? You it, yeah. like martial arts isn't like a cup or like a picture or like like an artifact, right? right. Um, people need to do martial arts because otherwise, like that that's it's human activity. But it's never like oh, this one person who was doing martial arts, like the moment it becomes like the hero's journey or whatever, like. It, everyone's interested in that because they want to become that, but they're just not interested in like the everydayness. And this is something that I love that I always loved about like going to a dojo. It's just the everydayness of being able to walk and do the, do the martial arts um, and just improve, improve and improve together with other people and like work together with others. And I think that's like, I don't know, like just low key, high quality training is when you, do not worry about that other stuff. It's just when you're in the zone with it. Exactly. Absolutely. And you're, you're, you're in your, your, pre, your present minded, you're, you're in your natural minded state, how, however you want to call it. You know, you're, you're one with nature, however you want to call it. One with the universe. It would be one with everything. Highlander moments. You you have touched the force on Luke Skywalker. No, it's like, but I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. there are times when you know you you're not really you're not paying attention to your kids' grades at school, or you're not paying attention to some stupid project at work, or whatever. You know, it's yeah. like, boom, you're 100 focused, and it's, and it's go time. Yeah. So I think you can get, I think that ultimately, then here's the thing you really can't do that solo. Like you can. It's hard. Yeah, to a degree. And it's not the same. No, it's not. Like you couldn't do what you did when that Nahachi seminar, right? In the same way, like down in your basement today. No. No, I mean, it it would change. I mean, kind of like, kind of like when I did. Did that Nanchi showed on study for for a year? Yeah, you know, I mean, you have got the five change. year karate, uh, book, five years one kata karate book guy uh, on our on our radar, and is like, hey, I wrote a book about that. I'm like, yeah, okay, thank you. Well, cool. I mean, yeah, cool. Good for you, buddy. I mean, no, I mean that, that's cool. Yeah, I'm 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 totally cool with it. You know, um, some people were like, that's not an original idea, and like. Did you listen to the podcast? <laughs> no, it's but okay. How how many people do it today? Yeah. How many people? How many people got the patience to do it? Yeah, but like your experience doing that, and that, and like the experience of just being communal with other people and doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it you know, and you know, it's and it goes back to different goals. You know, yeah. we're talking about, you know, me, I wanted to get centered again. That was my goal. You know, I had some really crazy life experiences going on in my life at that point. I wanted to get 
focused in on my training. And that was the way I knew how to do it. Or that was the way I was going to do it. So, but. Yeah. So, so it's definitely been an interesting conversation. Yeah, you know, no. I mean, like, I think. You go a lot, a lot of different ways. As, as people who may be listening rarely know, it's like, hey, when when do we plan these things out? We really don't. Just, I was literally about to fall asleep and you're like, hey, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, this is the thing where this is something I struggle with personally, because you have, I was brought up with a very, very negative self-image and I don't blame anybody for that. It's just kind of like what happened and martial arts being that thing to build your self-esteem up versus your ego Right, and then like having and like, but also martial arts telling you don't have said ego mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean being negative on yourself. Right. Right. And then getting to a goal without ego ultimately means involving other people. And so. Yeah, I mean, so, sometimes. I mean, so, I mean, but. but if it doesn't involve other people, then you've got to be pretty specific on what your goal is going to be. Especially if it's not going to be like, I don't know, completely self-absorbed. Yeah. Right. So, cool. Cool. Well, what are you, what are you uh, getting going for this week, Jeremy? Well, um, <laughs> My deal is to get back onto on a strict regiment of, of my time and get it disciplined. I'm going to take some vitamin D, vitamin discipline. So it's kind of, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say I'm stealing that from Grant Cardone. I, I've kind of listened to him and I kind of, kind of like the guy. He's, he's kind of fun, but, um, um, yeah, he, he's like, and you got to get some vitamin D. You got to get some discipline. Forget about all this other stuff. You got to get discipline. You know, so yeah. I just really need to get, I need to get, get it just lined up. Okay. At five o'clock, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm going to work out, do this, do that, then work, you know, things like, but I mean, yeah, I've, I've had just a really crazy, literally road schedule over the last, three four weeks and it's just been insane so jeremy drove twenty thousand miles <laughs> no, last week didn't drive that much <laughs> there, yeah there, there was there is a small town in missouri that felt like i was on a goat track going up there but it was it was it was something else i'm like okay they need their connectivity sick. jeremy go go well it did but i mean it was like Okay, speed limit 65, and I've been on gravel roads that are better built than this. It's like, good night. I, I so, do. yeah, it's, it's I, entertaining. I I'll say that much. I have, it was weird, like, for the almost two years I was in Huron, where it was like, yeah, it's a small little island, not much going on. And then, like, the last year has just been nothing but experiencing what mountains are like in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What uphill, what tunnels are like, like, like what I, it does to your eyesight to in a weird degree, but yeah, I, I, I feel you on the, on the vitamin D stuff. It's what the problem is. I have to literally go outdoors to go train. So I need to go walk into a s- tiny, completely on, on more or less unshielded from the elements, uh, garage and, and drain and, it's not bad. Like the moment, like you literally warm up, the weather doesn't bother me. But yeah. it's just, it's just like a matter of like getting there. And like the moment, like you just, just, just struggle with it for like a couple minutes, and then I'm, you're fine. I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's some people up there that do masogi somewhere. But you know, maybe you ought to try to do that. <sighs> no, Jeremy, I'm not getting in my underwear and getting into a cold, into a cold river. <laughs> I know is you want to see that very well, very much, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> not, not so much I want to see it. I, I, after my experience, I think everybody should experience that one time just to totally, how do you say, 
humble yourself of like what you think you know and what you don't know. Because <laughs> you think I, you know pain, <laughs> you think you know cold. Think you know hypothermia? You do that once or twice, and I'll tell you what—that'll give you some hypothermia. Woo, I, I did the polar bear jump one or polar bear swim one time on January first in like Jersey. I think that counts. It was just that, my underwear that's then too. Enough. I mean, that's well, stay in that water about ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> I was at least submerged. Hey. So. There you go. So good. That's cool. So, cool. all right, man. All right, man. Thank you so much for getting on and coming up with a really good, good like last minute idea. I'm always appreciate having you on. Thanks to everyone for listening, and don't forget to keep on training. <laughs>